This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we cover episode 13 of season nine of Below Deck, titled Unfinished Business. Sean, who's coming up with these titles? They don't make any sense. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, in this week's episode, we cover our last charter of the season. Heather is at odds with everyone. Captain Lee cracks a whip. And we have huge Below Deck sailing yacht news. Let's get into the biggest story of the week, Sean. The trailer has dropped for this podcast's favorite iteration of Below Deck. Sailing Out is back February 21st, along with Captain Glenn, First Mate Gary, Engineer Colin, and our favorite Chief Stew of all time, Daisy Kelleher. We're going to go over tonight who won and lost the episode and finish it out with life advice. This time around, to go or to not go back to the office. You can always email us at belowdeckpod at gmail.com to submit life advice questions. Now, Sean, let's just get into it right now. We'll get the question of the week going. You've watched the trailer for Sailing Out Season 3. What did you think and how excited are you for <laughs> Daisy and Sailing Out to be back in our lives? John, it's so much better than Below Deck Matter, Below Deck Legacy. Like, it's not even close. I, I know they... They always do do a really good job with these trailers, but I I had the biggest grin in my face while I was watching it. It was such a nice like surprise to get yesterday. Um, and here's the thing: I knew how much I missed Daisy, obviously, and I knew I missed Colin. I really forget how much I miss Gary. <laughs> but just like seeing him do stuff is the best, and I really yeah, I just it's so great to have him back in our lives. Um, the new cast looks great, but like they really hit Lenny in the bottle last season. So I'm glad they kind of doubled down and brought, I mean, you know, Kevin Glenn's always going to be there, but like three more people back is pretty huge. And I think so, like super excited. I think the thing I'm like plot line that looks the best. I think Gary and another guy are competing for the same girl. That's going to be great. If that, if that, if that if that's the case, John, what'd you think? I, I totally know what you mean about just having like a smile on your face while you're watching it. Cause I was doing <laughs> the same thing. Like it was never confirmed. She was coming back. Right. Like I know when we spoke to Daisy, she was a little coy about it probably because yeah. she had to be right. Yeah. I know there's been a lot of pictures of Glenn and Gary and we never really knew about Colin, but I mean, this is the, this is like the core three plus like the captain that lets them do whatever they want. So yeah. pretty pumped about it. Uh, Sean, it does look like Gary, it, he might compete with a guy, but I think he ends up kissing just about everyone on the boat. Confirm making out with Daisy hard. Yeah. And I think he's, <laughs> I mean, he, he talks about the whole time that he's kind of into everyone else. So, um, you know, the, the one thing I noticed this time, the new chef looks a little bit more fun than Natasha. Yes. Looks like he's into the antics. So 
you know, while we love the season two crew, you know, I think Natasha was the weak link. I think we can all kind of admit that. Yeah. And, you know, adding, adding a chef that's into the action, like, I mean, am I going to be sitting here three months from now saying that this was my favorite season of all time? It could happen. Very, very possible. Just like, yeah, it's like, it's the best season. And now you get more time with like half the cast. It's, it's going to be so good. So February 21st, right? Yep. Yeah, man. I, I really can't wait. And also it looks like the boat almost like (laughs) sinks. Yeah. It doesn't look good. Um, I think, uh, I, there's, there's a point there where it looks like the chef gets part of his like scalp pulled off. Um, I think there's like a sliding, a sliding glass door that like somebody gets the wrong end of. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's the issue with sailing yacht, right? It's not just a boat that goes straight. Like they get, you know, the anchor could move really easily, um, mm. And, you know, the boat's tilted half the time. So that's part of the fun. Uh, so, Sean, I was looking at it, just kind of working backwards, you know, and, and, and we'll get into, you know, Below Deck Legacy here. But, you know, we're sitting here and the second to last episode for Legacy just aired on the 24th. Mm-hmm. So the last episode is going to be the 31st. And then March or February 7th, we think we're going to have the reunion. Yeah. And then I don't know if they're going to do a two-part reunion because February 14th is Valentine's day. So maybe they are just not doing anything for below deck. Um, so we'll have to see oh, how that plays out. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll, they'll play a bunch of Reese Witherspoon movies. It's like a, <laughs> that's a Bravo move. No, well, they probably could do a below deck sailing out to marathon. Oh, not going to complain about that. Like get everyone back in. Right. I would um, not complain about that. Yeah. No. So Sean, you know, I know we're so excited for Below Deck sailing out to come back. Um, we've got two more episodes of this then. And then yeah. we've got what probably should be a very interesting reunion. So yes. Yeah. So let's get into this episode. Um, I think that there were a lot of stars in this episode, maybe not for the best reasons, but there was definitely a lot of screen time by just a few people here. Um, you know, let's start with Eddie, because that's really where the episode starts. Uh, you know, I know it sounds like he's not really feeling very well about maybe how he's being perceived by Reyna or how he's mm-hmm. been a, a leader for Reyna or maybe lack thereof. And so the, the episode starts with, I think, you know, I mean, maybe it's a little too little too late, Eddie, because this is the last charter, but basically trying to reassure Reyna that he has her back in every way possible. What did you think about that, Sean? You know, I, I maybe... The relationships that maybe you know Eddie and Reynal have will go beyond this season, but he's really got like four days left with her, and then he may not ever talk to her again, or they might be lifelong friends. I don't know. I so I I kind of love what Eddie did. Um, kind of like him sort of realizing maybe my initial reaction wasn't great. I know he like defended himself and everything, but like you know he I I really like Eddie. I feel like he's he is trying to do his best and. I, I I get why he like went to went to her again and want to talk about it more, because right like I he knew from their the last time they talked the last episode that she wasn't she didn't really fully accept the apology or his explanation. Um, yeah, I mean he offered to get Heather involved to kind of squash it, and Reno was like, "No, I'm I'm good with Heather," uh, which apparently everyone else is on this boat. But um, yeah, I. 
I look, everyone, no one's perfect. Everyone's doing the best they can. I, I know Eddie's gotten like some hate on social media this season for his initial reaction, but like, it's a tough situation. This is his first year as the first officer. I, he's, he's trying his best. I think that's, you got to give Eddie that. And I, I actually liked their, their conversation personally. Do you agree, John? Or Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it was really interesting. I know when this whole original thing went, went, went down between Raina and Heather, I remember Raina went on Instagram saying like no one had her back and it only gets worse from here. And I, you know, maybe, maybe it's just how it's edited or things like that, but um, I don't know. And maybe she felt that way, but like the way it's at least spun here, it seems like, you know, Eddie did have her back. You know, I don't think he made it explicit, unfortunately, you know, at the very beginning here, but um, you know, I, I, I think Eddie comes out looking good, but at the same time, I don't think that was his goal, right? He just wanted to be there for Reyna, even yeah. if a little late. So, yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I guess we'll find out during the reunion, like how Reyna really feels, but that's a little disappointing. If I, I don't, like, what do you really want? Look, like, there's probably not really a resolution for Reyna that's going to make her happy, and that's fine because no one should call you the n-word like so i mean short of firing heather i don't i don't know and that's not really within eddie doesn't have the power to do that yeah i mean he, that has to go he up, eventually got that he eventually yeah he got the message to captain lee eventually and which i do wonder <laughs> we'll talk about it later like captain lee just seems pretty dumb with heather and i yeah. maybe maybe he lost a little respect for her i don't know it very well could be. And he even mentioned, you know, he, that, that there's no room for this. There's no room for that on his boat. Yeah. And so I think he's maybe taking it out on her in a little way, which, you know, um, you know, obviously she's a very likely one and done chief stew on below deck. So, yeah, I, I, I do think so too. Yeah. So, you know, let's focus on Eddie a little bit here though. And then, because I think we're going to be real Heather heavy the rest of the pod. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a point where Eddie said, Hey, I want to run the boat soup to nuts here uh for this charter and you know he can't even get the off the dock without screwing up a bit so uh i guess some like trash fell over in a in a bin and yeah it fell in the water and they they needed eddie to come there and he leaves the boat running captain lee's just like this is a no-no i feel like this is just a classic like teachable moment in which no one was hurt but it could have gone differently john eddie's so smart in that Instead of like being offensive with Captain Lee, he goes, "What would you have done in this situation?" And Captain Lee's, "I was just trying to turn the engine off and everything like that." And then, you know, go with all the situation, which is like, it kind of cuts right to it. Like, they're not going to go back and forth about who is right, who is wrong, and it's like, all right, teach me like what I should be doing. Uh, by the way, Captain Lee's met at him for like three seconds because he takes the boat out. And then they're all good again. Yeah, that's why I think it was more of like a teachable moment. Like there probably wasn't much actual danger there, but he wants Eddie to never do that again. Yeah. I know he I know he alludes to a previous season when even when the boat was idling, it was moving. Um, uh, but, that was you know, so good. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. Even Captain Lee said, he's like, I've been bitten by this, but 
you know, I don't, I don't think it's a very common thing. So, you know, good teachable moment for Eddie. I'm glad, you know, obviously glad nothing else happened. Yeah. Um, Who was that on the, the Marina manager was the one that let the, uh, the trash bin fall in the water, right? Yeah, I guess so. I, I know because the guest saw and because at first you thought maybe it was their like luggage. That's what I thought. And that yeah. would have been a nightmare. Especially with these guests. They're not no. that chill. So No. Uh, Sean, last thing about Eddie. What do you think of his Hamilton role? Uh, do you think he's getting hired <laughs> off Broadway anytime soon? So when he first did it, I'm like, oh, man, is Eddie going to get canceled? Then I remember that Alexander Hamilton is white. Actually, I uh, yeah. the musical is so big that I believe he's white. <laughs> I mean, he's from the Caribbean, but look, re- regardless, um, yeah, no, it was, I he was into it. He has a musical theater background, apparently, um, but like he he was going for it, and the guests loved it, and <laughs> he was kind of the only one that was nice to Heather this whole episode. But I yeah, agree to do it. Really, yeah, that's a really interesting thing about Eddie, though, like. If somebody comes up with an idea that's for the guests, Eddie will do it 100% of the time. Yeah. Um, John, so when he's like, I know we're kind of skipping ahead, but what, when he's like, he's obviously delivering the uh, ice cream with him when he's being as Andrew Hamilton and like, you know, greeting the guests. And when he's doing that, you hear uh, Rachel and Rena say too soon. And at first I'm like, it, he died like 220 years ago <laughs> like it's not like he's impersonating bob saget like yeah. <laughs> so it uh but yeah no he's guy's a great sport what can I, i'm not gonna i won't gush over eddie anymore but i mean you can look at listen to almost any podcast we've put up and <laughs> yeah get that so uh so- John, let's get into the charter guests a little bit. Um, so we've got Jennifer and Darren. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're very theme heavy, it seems like. Um, yes. You know, so we so the, in the preference sheet meeting, they say they want a jungle safari, a white party, and then a glitz and glam party, which I guess we're going to get next episode. Um, I don't think I've ever seen three parties on one, probably two night cruise. Um, but let's talk about the jungle safari because i thought it looked pretty good i guess that just means you are leopard versus the white Mm. party where you just wear white um and did you think that the white party was tacky as fraser mentioned um i so i feel like white parties were a big thing in like the early 2000s i remember puff daddy used to host them in the hamptons that would be like a big deal um so maybe it's a little tacky now but, you know, for these people, I think they're all in their 40s. Their prime was probably the early 2000s, right? Yeah, so maybe. they want to go back to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, even even Frazier was crushing uh, Heather's decorations. Yeah. Um, the, what do you think of these guests? They're kind of, they're kind of just some basic ass white people, right? Like this is very much like a bullet deck season one or two group of guests. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like, leopard print or cheetah print you know dresses um the, the white party uh you they, know, don't wanna, oh, they don't want to drink the local water they don't want to drink local water which is like first of all you're on like a mega yacht do you really think they're just like getting tapped for you yeah <laughs> that's a great point 
they have a yeah. well that they're pumping everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean, there was a point in this episode. So the primary doesn't eat cooked fish. Yeah. And she... <laughs> like, I, it's one of those things. It's like, she's not wrong, but you know, if you look at a preference sheet, maybe it's splitting hairs, but I don't think a lobster is a fish, is it? Well, it's shell shellfish, but I think when Rachel reads that, she thinks like, like salmon or like right. tuna, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like, like lobsters, like, I guess technically a, a crustacean, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, probably should have, I think from Rachel's perspective, she probably should have checked. Right. Yeah. So, so this girl just wants sushi basically. Yeah. She's like, I don't like, I don't eat seafood besides sushi. Yeah. Or like, well, could you like oysters too? Like, are things that, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll, we'll find guess, out more, but yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, you can't go back to the primary, even if you're right and it's technically not a fish, which it might be, but I don't think it is. Um, you know, you, you can't correct the primary and making them look dumb, right? You just got to like take the L there. Yeah. I think Heather tried to do that earlier in the season and then go well. Yeah. Uh, with the last charter with um, the Navy people. Yeah. Yeah. What, and, uh, you know, I want to ask you a question here. Three charters ago, I would have said Rachel is flawless pretty much. And yeah. I feel like she's had like, maybe it's just the back end of the season. Everybody's tired. Everybody's frustrated. I know she mentions about like every time, like some, like there's an issue, it like compounds. So, I mean, she's really had like a, a faux pas in each of the last, you know, like three charters now. I mean, what's going yeah. on? Rachel used to be like flawless. I'm sure if she gets a break, you know, for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, she can get back to this, but is this charter season just too long for her this year? Maybe. So they're not like, they're not cooking challenges or even really timing challenges. They're just like not reading the preference sheet challenges. Yeah. Which I mean, that's, Hey, it's still, it's, it's still kind of on her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. her, the, Oh no, lobster! She ruined that woman. Ruined lobster ravioli for everyone. Yeah. Oh yeah. That looked amazing. Yeah. Also, John, during that uh, the white party for the taco course, Rachel gave everyone like three tacos. Wait, no, everyone got three tacos. That's what it looked like. That's a full meal. That's a ton of food. Yeah, there is a two course. There's four courses. So mm-hmm. they that like chilled soup. Yeah, I mean, wow. But I mean, her food's just so good. No one's ever complained about the food necessarily that mm. they're just complaining. Like she's in the following directions, really. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but you said part of the job. So, uh, Sean, there was another part in this episode, you know, focused on the guests where they're looking for drinks and nobody's around. Mm. Um, you know, it's probably just bad timing that Captain Lee saw this, but, you know, it's not a good look if he comes downstairs and everyone in the crew is just eating lunch while the guests are upstairs, you know, trying to get a drink. Um, you know, this clearly falls on Heather, right? Oh, She's yeah. the chief stew. Like you have to know your entire crew can't be in the same spot at the same time when you have, when you're on charter. That, yeah. So Eddie, so when Kevin Lee walks downstairs, Eddie takes his head off, which I, I saw that. <laughs> what was, is it like, does Captain Lee, think does eddie think captain lee wouldn't like respect him if he was eating at the dinner table 
with his head on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like Eddie's fine. I mean, I guess he's an officer, so it's still kind of under his rule, but like, yeah, Heather, you gotta not put everyone on the brick at the same time. I will say though, that food looked amazing. Yeah. I don't know if that was a like wreck of lamb or there's some sort of a bone, like meat, like lollipop meat type thing. I don't know if it was steak or lamb. That was probably lamb. Yeah. Yeah. It looked amazing. And I totally get wanting to eat with everyone else and eat when the food's warm. But yeah, I mean, not everyone can take brick at the same time. Yeah. I just thought it was a, it was a bad look because it's like a rookie mistake, right? Yeah. Um, so let's get into from, Heather. I was going to say, from someone who doesn't want to appear like a rookie ever. Like, yeah. she's very into her job. Yeah, I mean, let's get into Heather here. I mean, Sean, where do we start? I mean, she feels like she's getting attacked from all angles, probably because she's getting attacked from all angles. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Frazier calling her white party decorations tacky. Yep. Which, yeah, I mean, a little bit. I think white parties in general are supposed to be. But um, I mean, so I think the first thing that happens is during the first night during the white party, Rachel gets pissy with Heather because she forgets to bring like the crackers up. I mean, whatever, a small mistake, but yep. but then the next morning, Rachel's just super short with Heather because Heather's like trying to like cheer everyone up. And then Raina just tries to ignore her when Heather says hi to her. And Heather like eventually gets a response out of her. And I mean, that's nothing compared to Captain Lee, who just who just hates her now. Yeah, I think he's I think uh, Heather's on his shit list. Um, and, and, you know, it's funny because I think there was a cutaway when Heather basically says, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm sick of these attitudes here. Um, you know, Rachel snippy with me, Captain Lee complaining about this and that. It's like, let's rephrase this, Heather. Uh, you aren't communicating appropriately with the chef. You incredibly insulted a crew member and you left an entire ensemble in Captain Lee's wheelhouse. (laughs) And you wonder why everyone has a poor attitude. (laughs) I I would say though, he would never talk to kid like that. No, I felt I so (laughs) because um yeah, when she you know she goes to the bridge or is it the wheelhouse or the bridge? Where where is Captain Lee when he's steering? I mean, both the the wheelhouse, yeah, yeah. Let's call it. I'll call it the wheelhouse. <laughs> I should know this by now. Um, but um, in like you know, she like asked Eddie to dress up like Alexander Hamilton. She has all the props, and then like she sees Lee later. It's like, how you doing? He's like, I'd be doing a lot better if all these props are <laughs> at my the bridge. And like, keeps listing stuff like like like, and he would never talk to Kate like that. But he also really liked Kate and. I felt bad for Heather a little bit there. That was yeah. that was hard to watch. Yeah, because she's already got kind of attacked here on multiple levels. Uh, Sean, what do you think of the one instance where Heather is getting her hair, I guess, braided? Yes. Uh, by Kaylee, and she's like, "Fraser, can you bring out the food?" And so Fraser brings the crew food downstairs. And mm-hmm. so she obviously didn't want that to happen because then you have three interior members in the same room again, which is what Captain Lee didn't want. Yeah. But can we spin this around and be like, okay, well, you're kind of monopolizing the other <laughs> crew member by having them braid your hair. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, a great point. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand Heather. It's, it's, it's tough. Um. So wait, she told Fraser like, so she's getting her hair braided, right? Yeah. Captain Lee go. She then Captain Lee goes down there. Is like, oh, are you chewing gum? So she's like zero tolerance for Heather that day. And Heather's like, oh yeah, I'll spit, right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll spit it out before I go out. <laughs> and then she tells Frazier, like, don't just stay up there. Don't bring the crew crew down. Mm-hmm. But Frazier's like, hey, I just checked on the guests and they're good and the food's ready. So right. I, uh... <laughs> it was more like a, like a classic, like form over substance, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. What was like, like what i feel like frazier didn't really have a response with her because they, they talked about it afterward frazier's just like yeah okay he's just, i think he's just as, that's like frazier's usual response is like i really don't have time for this like this yeah. is petty i like that's what i kind of love about the guy he, uh, i, I wonder I, do you think i'll be chiefs too next season i think there's a chance i don't know i think there's a chance i think him and kaylee should both come back mm. i've been thinking about this I, I don't think we've got enough kaylee we definitely haven't yeah <laughs> So, uh, but he, I will say, I think Frazier has one of the best, like, interview cutaways that I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy's just on fire. He's funny. He's really good. He's good on camera. He's, he's very, like, comfortable being himself on camera. And, yeah, no, he's, I think he's, uh, he could be a star. Potentially. Oh, yeah. I, I would love to see it. I think if you guys talk to most people, as far as the new people this season, they'd want Frazier back the most. I think so. Maybe um, maybe a little Jake, but I would guess Frazier. Yeah, probably. Um, Sean, I mean, anything else here? I've got maybe just one. I know you mentioned earlier at the top about how Eddie brought the stuff over too soon and mm. Heather was blaming Rachel and Rachel was blaming Heather. I mean, that that was like the one time I was on Heather's side. Like Rachel just said, like bring in like 10, 15 minutes and Eddie's there 10 minutes after. Yeah. Like it's not gonna, they're in the middle of eating. So like they're gonna be done eventually. And yeah, people uh you know, for my job, we used to do this where we'd, you know, maybe we're doing like an outdoor wedding and we're or like a barn wedding, or transporting like gelato or ice cream. And people think if the ice cream's like not in a freezer the entire time it's just gonna like melt instantly it's like no like it's it'll, it'll be fine like you it can be it can be out for like 15 minutes it's probably really hard anyway just put in the shade right <laughs> well i mean eventually that, that would be tough but yeah that was overreaction from rachel who i think is yeah. just done with heather yeah 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 so another another kind of person I, against heather i do like how rena is just admittedly like yeah, even even if Heather was in the wrong, I would still take Rachel's side all the time. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I like yeah. Rachel and hate Heather. Yeah, yeah, I remember there was a point where Heather's just basically like quoting, just saying, "Oh, anything for Rachel." So, um, I think this is the result of living with a bunch of people you don't know uh, for like six weeks. So, yeah, um, you know, hopefully they'll blow off some steam. I did see some. Uh, I did see like next week's episodes, like <sighs> at the very beginning to it, dude. It looks cringeworthy damn yeah i uh this is kind of like uncharted territory for blow deck and i'm i'm yeah. it'll, it'll it'll be interesting it's great great for the podcast but uh um, yeah i mean it's you know it's good for us to talk about yeah uh 
So, Sean, you got anything else? Or we're just going to go into who won, who lost the episode. I mean, do we have to do who lost the episode? <laughs> well, we can, you know. Uh, just summarize I, how I, much I, Heather got shut on this Yeah. Episode. I, I Yeah, as far as anything else, um, Rena still like, likes Jake. No, Rena and Frazier both talked about how much they, they're going to miss Jake. Yeah. Everyone, everyone likes Jake. This kind of remind me of like now that I'm thinking like sailing out a little bit, he reminds me of a little bit of like Gary. Yeah. Like in the sense that it's like, how's this guy get away with what he does? Like the, nothing's nothing's like bad, right? Like he gets naked sometimes and he makes out with everyone. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think Jake's more of a mystery still. Yeah. Where Gary Gary loves it. Yeah. Gary, Gary would do, Gary would do interviews. He would do a lot of interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, Gary loves some Gary time. So, yeah. but yeah, no, they, they, they're, I, I do want to, that'd be great to have a season of those two together. That's just, I, I think that'd be too much. <laughs> too, too many brews. I don't, even yeah. though Jake's from like the UK, Jake's from the world though. I, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. If you if you want to go into awards, yeah, let's go to awards. Who'd you have winning the week? Uh, you know, I said I was done with my uh, Eddie gushing, but I'm picking Eddie again. Uh, <laughs> I no one believed me anyway. Um, I sincerely like the conversation he had with Rena at the beginning. He's just trying to make things right and do his best. And like, no one's perfect. We have to commend him for that. He gets to drive the boat this charter and kind of be in charge. And even when he messes up. Captain Lee never stays mad at him for more than a second just because of that mutual respect is there. And hey, I, I, I love the enthusiasm with being Alexander Hamilton for a minute. I just, I think it was a good Eddie episode. So yeah. that's who I had winning. Who'd you have, John? Yeah, no, I, I, I thought Eddie had a great episode here. I think he needed it. Yeah. Um, I think I had a similar answer like last week about that. So uh, this week, I actually said Raina won the episode. Okay. So, you know, I know she's had a hard season. You know, everybody's kind of killing her on Twitter. But I thought this episode, she did great at her actual job, plus helping Rachel in the kitchen. So, like, you saw she was using a lot of the electronics for the jet ski. She was doing this. She was doing that. Captain Lee took notice. I feel like Eddie's taking her under her wing a little bit, you know, this last charter. Uh, But then she also was helping Rachel out. So she was kind of doing double duty, like, I didn't really see that much of Jake or like Wes this episode. Wes was barely in it. Uh, Jake was just people falling over him. I think Jake also just jumped off the, off the boat to like get to a jet ski. Yeah. Which looked really fun. Uh, I haven't been to the ocean in like a few years now. Yeah. Uh, I miss it. Right. But uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Solid rain episode. She's good at her job and she does care like about the job. Yeah. That's, that's my, my defense of her all season is like she does she does care so yeah no that was that's a good answer actually Rena. um yeah so john for, for heather uh, yeah who'd you have losing why did you have heather losing the episode yeah you know like everyone on the boat besides kaylee is seemingly done with her I guess besides kaylee and uh eddie um you know rachel's obviously starting to lose her patience captain lee just straight hates her and you know, John, I've worked with people before. 
who are like so obsessed with their career, like in career advancement, that they're kind of always on. And like people, especially if you're living with them too, people get sick of that real fast. And like, I don't necessarily think uh, Heather's fake or anything, but she doesn't know how to turn like her, her work persona off. And like, I don't know, she's like too into being a chief stew. And that's just not relatable for her coworkers or for the audience. Right. Uh, John, yeah. you had Heather too, I'm guessing. Like, I don't think anyone's going to go out of this season being like, oh, Heather's my friend now. Like maybe Rachel, right? Like they were getting along really well, but like, I don't think anyone else like thinks like they're, they're like good friends with Heather. I guess Kaylee. I she's... Well, Kaylee. Yeah. Because they, they were friends beforehand, but they, they even one... said that like, they have like a love hate relationship or one one sided. It seems like, like, Oh, I like yeah. Heather to be in the spotlight and I just kind of hang in the back. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not a great episode for Heather. We both had her losing it. Uh, Sean, let's go into life advice. We got a good one here. I agree. So this one, I think a lot of people are going to see this or experience this maybe in the next 12 months, depending on what happens here. Uh, so writing in, Hey guys, writing in from North Haven, Connecticut. So a little backstory, my company has let us work from home since April, 2020. It's been far from perfect. Communicating with coworkers can be a struggle, but I really think I accomplished more at home than I, than I did in the office. I just received an email that starting Mar- in early March, 2022, everyone in my department has to start working full-time back in the office. I'm really dreading this. I don't miss commuting to work and I'm not really friends with any of my coworkers. Also, my office environment can be really stressful. Am I crazy to consider quitting my job to find another work from home position? Mm. You know, Sean, I do think this one is, it's pretty straightforward. No, you're not crazy for wanting to find a full-time remote job or just another job. I mean, this is going to be something that, you know, there obviously there's been the great resignation that's been mm. systemic. Um, but I think that there's going to be a lot of companies that adapt and allow people to work from home where possible. And there's going to be companies that, you know, maybe they, they're just stuck with a five-year lease on a building and they just need to justify it. Yeah. So John, like, I'm, I'm going to leave most of the advice here to you because you, you obviously have worked remotely for a little while now. And I, for my job, I, I can't work from home. Like I do have to go in. Um, so I, I do want to kind of like pose a question for you because you have a remote job, but if you're, yeah. if your company opened an office in Denver and was demanding you work there, like, what would you do? Cause so for anyone that doesn't know, John, like, is in the same situation as this emailer. Yeah. Well, so and well, work from, work from home. Yeah. So I work from home. I think the expectation is I would continue to work from home almost no matter what, um, but I mean, in that hypothetical, um, it would be great if I had the option to go to the office, but I was still able to do, I mean, I was still able to do the day-to-day that I was able to get done at home in the same, uh, capacity. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to be able to go to the office, you know, <laughs> see coworkers, or if you have meetings that you'd rather do in person and kind of everyone agrees that it's best to do in person, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, this person writing in, they've worked from, they've worked from home for the last 18 months and now they're saying they have to go in. So, so 
you know, is it, is it that the company thinks that the employees are going to be harder working or, you know, they'll have a better bottom line if everyone goes back to the office. Um, I think a lot of companies have decided that people can work from anywhere as long as they get the job done. And so if you're put in a position where you really don't want to go back to the office and maybe this job isn't your dream job, maybe it's time to start looking at, you know, maybe talking to a recruiter and seeing what your options are because work's a part of your job. It's a big part of your job, but um, if you're not happy in it, you got to do something about it. That's true. And I, I guess uh, she has some time to, it's not until early March. Um, but John, do you, like, do you find, do you get the same amount of work done from home as you did from the office? Yeah, I probably get it done in like a less condensed, like schedule, you know, like okay. when I'm at, when I'm at the office, you know, I, I, well, when I was, I haven't been in an office in like two years, but like the goal is to like get everything done so you can get out. Right. I think now working from home, you know, I don't commute. I used to commute like 40 minutes each way. So I don't commute. So I've saved an hour and 20 that I can now work. Um, but yeah, if there's something that like really isn't, if there's something that's not due that night or it really makes no difference exactly when it's done, um, you know, if I want to get something, if I want to get something personal done, you know, maybe in like the late evening, um, you know, or early evening, you know, later that night, I'll just wrap it up you know, I'll wrap up whatever I have to do for work. So I'm getting the same amount of stuff done. It's probably in at least it's just in like a little less condensed schedule because, you know, maybe there's something personal I have to take care of towards the end of the night or first thing in the morning. Um, but on the other hand, I'm saving an hour and a half by not commuting. So I'm definitely getting more, I'm saying, yeah. I would say I'm getting more done. Um, but again, in just a little less condensed schedule in that day. Yeah. So John, like, it's been like interesting for me to like hear these conversations because I've never worked from home. And I, I will say, it was like, I don't have a, like a horse in this race. Cause like, that's like a big debate for like a lot of companies right now. I do wish people like, even if you work from home, I wish there was like more power lunches and people are going out for like happy hours. And like, I know there's, you know, there's less people doing stuff now and there's a lot of reasons for that. We, you know, COVID's yeah. still around, but you know, hopefully later this year, I, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, I want people to leave the house more and they don't have to do it for work. But like, I, I feel like if you're not used to leaving the house every day, like for work, you're going to find, I don't know. Like it's, I don't know. I feel like people are just going to keep staying home all the time now. Like yeah. just for other things too. And like, I feel like that's maybe I'm just being old. I don't know. It's, it's kind of lame. But no, if, if I, anyway, I, you're being you're being young, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. no, like I'm just, you know, when uh hopefully when Omicron's all settled, I I I do I just want things to get a bit get back to normal and like there's nothing to do with it or what what our emailer is saying. I think she should do whatever's best for her. And like John, I mean you prefer work you would say you prefer working from home more or at least like a hybrid model more than just straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people prefer a hybrid. I think most people would prefer a hybrid model, right? Maybe the office one or two days a week for meetings, things like mm -hmm. that. But then they get work done wherever they, wherever, wherever you're efficient at getting work done is the best place to get work done. Yeah. Right? Like if, if you know, you have a deliverables of eight things that day, it's like, I mean, from my perspective, it doesn't matter. As long as you get it done, it doesn't matter where you get it done. But 
I'm not a business. I don't know the ins and outs of, you know, I haven't looked at any of the analytics of how, how employers are more efficient, things like that. I'm sure there's that full side to it. So, you know, I'll leave that for the business, business make, you know, the, the business leaders. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I'm just saying from my personal perspective. Yeah. Um, I would say like, cause like, yeah, a lot of our economy is sort of built on people leaving for work, right? Like a lot of like the lunch spots in cities or happy hour spots, or I there's probably a million other things like public transportation, toll booths. I don't know, but I think, so I feel like that's like some of the drive to get people back in the office, but at the same time, like if you get the same amount of work done, I totally get why you'd want to stay home. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, it's never been an option for me. So maybe I'm just jealous. <laughs> wow. What, um, so she's got like, like a little over a month. I mean, is that enough time to find a new job? I mean, I guess so. We don't really know where her job is. So. Well, yeah. And I think the big thing is, is maybe, maybe she doesn't need to be out by March 7th or mm-hmm. sorry, early March. Um, but you know, you want to be making moves before then, if you really don't want to go into the office. So, um, you know, I think this is more of like a long-term rather than you have to be out by early March. Right. Yeah. So Jen, I have a question. Uh, when the last time you worked at your office, are there just like phones ringing all the time? Yeah. 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 Business, you know, uh, that's I mean, distracting, I, right? Yeah. yeah. That's like, <laughs> I feel like that would be a, yeah, that would, that would kill me. So I, I, I get why I get why people want to work from home. Yeah. The, the commute thing too. And like, you know, gas is more expensive now. Like, yeah, I, I totally get it. I do. My, my hope for the country is that everyone can work wherever they want to work, but people are still going out to lunch and people are still having fun after work. That's, that's all I want Yeah, for, for the world in 2022. But Absolutely. So, all right. So Sean, it is crazy how fast the season flew, you know, yeah. next, next week is the last episode and then we get the reunion and then sailing out starts. So I want to ask our listeners to please subscribe, rate and review wherever you found us. Uh, if you're on Twitter, follow over at overboard underscore pod. And Sean is at Blow Deck Sean, and I'm, I'm at Blow Deck John. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. We've got a ton of support the past few weeks, and uh, bon voyage. <laughs>